Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you will enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Hello, and welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Hello, everyone. Well, today we have a big podcast for you. This is episode number eight, and we're going to talk a lot about a lot Tzu. Did I say that right? Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. In English. And actually, in Chinese, it's Lao Tzu. I'm studying Chinese. I hope I said that right. Lao Tzu. <laughs> so I always say Lao Tzu. Yeah. So is that right or kind wrong? like Tzu, your friend Tzu, okay. but it's a little in front of the... Place. All right. Well, you're going to hear a lot about Lao Tzu today. <laughs> and because we're going to really talk about um, one of his qualities is he has the childlike mind. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, I'd like to go back to talk a little bit about episode seven. We had the big question about what do you truly want in your life? So if Lita, we could just do a little recap before we do this new, big, exciting, totally different episode we're about to record here. Yes, because these two episodes are linked. We're talking about stage one of alchemy, which we've introduced to you all through these previous episodes. And in order to really ask yourself what you truly want in your life, which is really an important part of stage one, you also need to begin to let go of the past. And today's episode is going to help you along the way of asking the question, what do you truly want completely open-endedly? Because if you are constantly trying to prevent something from happening or trying to make something happen in your life, then you're not really allowing that question, what do I truly want to happen? So you have to kind of learn how to do one before you can take the next step. Yeah. And, okay. and what we're going to do today is learn how to let go. And Lao Tzu was like a child. Today's episode is really special and it's a little different. We're not going to do our usual podcast. We have a couple things that we're going to talk about, but at the end we have this really cool meditation that we're going to explain to you how you can get for free on our website through the show notes. But we wanted to tell you a little bit what's behind the meditation so you can understand the meditation. I think I'm I'm more excited about this episode than any so far. It's just a really powerful tool. It is a powerful tool. That you can use in your life for letting and go. And it's super easy to learn how to do. And as you've been doing it for a while, it gets really easy and easy and easy. I'm going to just say easy, easy to keep doing it. One of the things that we wanted to talk about was about letting go in your lives. As we walk through our lives, stuff happens to us, good stuff, bad stuff. A lot of memorable stuff. You know, and a lot and of boring <laughs> beep that we have to, that happens that we quickly want to forget. Yeah, I mean, we want to forget the boring stuff. And we think the memorable stuff is what matters because that's how we kind of define ourselves. Yeah, it's like I'm this person because this happened to me or that happened to me. It could be a bad thing. Like when a person says, I'm a survivor or I'm a victim. Yeah, and, and they don't want to forget that that happened because... If they forget, they think that's like forgiving that it happened or, or they forget some, some definition of themselves, some identity that they created about being a survivor or whatever. Victim. Or a victim. And, you know, it could also be a really good thing, correct? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking back, like when have I had that happen? And I remember when I was 16, I won this writing con contest and I got to go to Washington, D.C. 
And I met like 50 famous people, including Jimmy, Jimmy Carter and John Travolta, who I was madly in love with at the time. And wow. For a few but that's years, a, wait, stop right there. That's an odd combination. <laughs> Jimmy Carter and Jimmy John Carter. Travolta. And that was like John Travolta when John Travolta was really cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Just checking. <laughs> to date me. And for a few years, I used that memory to define me. I mean, I had gotten to meet all these famous people and it was like, I had to hang on to that memory. And it moved me forward in many ways. How old were you? I was 16. Wow. So, so that's at a very impressionable was, age. Yeah, an impressionable age. And so that became part of my identity that I had been this person who got to go to DC. You're like a winner. Yeah. And you're still a winner. There you go. Yay. <laughs> so, well, that's really cool. So I mean, that's a good example on how, but that's a positive way yes. to move through so it a memory. It doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. And the point is that we want to remember these sentimental memories. You hang on to the sentimental yeah. memories and the emotions. It's really the emotions, Lita, that make you feel like you're alive. Yes. And that's the, the substance of life. And a lot of the alchemy work that we're talking about is Taoist based. And they believe that emotions are things you should taste. You should really feel your emotions. And that keeps you bound to the earth, earthbound. Correct? Yes. So- you know, they pull you down. So that's the thing. Earth, it's weird. It's like you want to experience emotions because you want to be alive, but they also can weigh you down if you hang on to them. Okay. And you know, that you just sense? said that alive. I'm like thinking, staying alive, staying alive with John Travolta <laughs> doing the dancing. Okay. Sorry. I digress. But yeah, so, so you really want to have those emotions to keep you to stay alive, to yes. make you feel like you're alive and living. Okay. But here's the key. You don't want emotions to linger. If you keep right. hanging on to these things. And that's you, what we're going to talk about right yes, now. They will yes. pull you down so that you can't feel light. And so what they're trying to say is that you want to feel lightness, like you're moving upwards towards heaven and not down. To that's earth. nice. That sounds very nice. Yeah. So you want to be pulled up towards yeah. heaven, but not pulled down towards earth. Yeah. Okay. Let me just say, when I use the words heaven and earth, I don't think heaven in sort of a Western mind. Heaven and earth in Chinese medicine is very different. It's like a polarity of um, something yang, light, it lifts up and it's sort of above and something, you know, heavy and dense, which is the earth below us. So when you say pull down, could that be like a form of depression or anxiety? Because that's what made you think yes. about when you said that. Yes. yes. So these lingering emotions, these emotions we can't let go of are, is what causes anxiety and depression. Yeah. It's the main cause. So why do we hang on to bad memories? Because we think they identify us. Yeah. That's the only I reason. think that's, I see that all the time, not only in my work, but in uh, just every area that we cross in our paths. You see people who are identified by these yeah. memories. Okay. Now people get confused. They say to me, I understand why you wouldn't want to hang on to the bad emotions, the anger, the, the sadness, the grief. But but they say to me, why? Why can't I hang on to the good things that have happened in my past? Well, I think that we're going to talk about how the alchemists feel really strongly about this. Yeah, like they, what is the defining answer? They really thought that when you're hanging on to the good stuff, you end up not living in the now moment because you're trying to recreate all the good stuff. So if you're hanging on to the good or the bad, you really can't fly in your life. Yes, it's kind of weighing exactly. you down. And this yes. podcast is so you, all about flying. And living your life to its full potential. Exactly. Then you get your inspired action. Right. There yes. you okay. go. And so you really don't want to hang on to the good 
or the bad. So remember, we talked about Eckhart Tolle. Now he's coming back in again. And it's really important that we pay attention to some of the things he said, even though he's not saying overtly that he's a Taoist or an alchemist, but he's talking about a very fundamental thing, living in the now moment. And what does that really mean? That means you're not trying to prevent something from happening, or you're not trying to create something in that moment. You are just being. So and if anyone hasn't read the homework, that was a few episodes back about reading the Eckhart Tolle book. Power of Now. Power of Now. Power Go, of now. This yeah. be another good yeah. asterisk moment to read Go the back homework and, check and read that it. Out. That's right. Yeah. All right. So if we're talking about the now moment as the moment and trying to let things go every day, you know, is it like the bad stuff is like PTSD triggers? Exactly. And then you can't get out of that mode. I see it a lot. I mean, I think yeah. in my past life too, early on, you have these, these, event, these events that do identify you, you carry with you. And then if you're, you know, you're lucky and you do the work and you did the alchemy and you can let things go. But, you know, I, I tend to cling on to the happier memories yes, yes. versus the, the bad ones. Well, when you, I think when Eckhart Tolle talks about it, I, I like it. He doesn't use, uh, he uses the word ego. And I think it's an egocentric need for us to make something good happen again. Well, and I own, I know personally, and I know you as well, we don't believe in good or bad. Right. So well, it's, you know, gonna, that's coming up. That's coming up. Stage five. That's, that's alchemy, right. But, yeah. So the good or the bad. So for this conversation, we'll say good and bad, yeah. just so you can understand the good memories versus the bad memories and how they define you or how do you think they define you? Yes. Okay. So let's, let's go with, you know, not, if you're, if you're not living in the now moment, is that being inauthentic? Or, Essentially, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're not living authentically if you you're now agenda. in the moment. And that also falls into the wu way. If you're not living authentically, you're letting things happen. Because we're talking about if you have an agenda, do you ever like hang out with someone who has an agenda and you're just trying to hang out with them, but they're trying to make something happen? Yeah, all the time. Yes, yes. you get kind of annoyed. Yes. They're trying to get something from you or they have this like ulterior motive and you're like, you don't even know what it is maybe. And it's like, maybe it's a business and transaction. Just doesn't feel true or real. True or authentic. All right. So if you find yourself in that situation, you know, how can you start to let go of the good and the bad? How can you start to move through the emotional baggage to say, that's not to say all the emotions are bad, but how can you move through and start to release some of your emotional baggage? Well, remember the emotions themselves are not bad. We are alive to yes. feel emotions. So what if you're defining yourself with a bad memory? That's the problem. Okay. So okay. let's go with that. And what are the alchemists from the past? Think about that. Well, they're saying that any emotion we're having, we should allow ourselves to fully have in that moment. So okay. we're in the now moment and we're pissed, right? So like a child, the child has no compunction to throw a tantrum when angry. So if you're feeling anger and you squash it or you say anger's bad, I don't want to feel that, then you're actually causing trouble for yourself. You want to allow yourself to feel the anger. It doesn't mean as an adult you have to have a temper tantrum. Well, and just think about all the wasted energy. You should be, I shouldn't be mad. I shouldn't be this. Right. I shouldn't be that. And as you say that, you're extending yes. the period of the anger yes. out. If you just yes. allow the anger to be fully present for the now moment, it, it 
flies through you quickly like a child. And if you just watch kids play, they go right through and have fun and go on and something happens and boom, done, back playing in a couple minutes. Exactly. They might be angry for the moment. They have their little tantrum and then they forgot about it. Even if you you see a child like fall down and get hurt and they have a little tantrum and then boom, like a minute later, like, isn't that the kid that was just screaming like two minutes ago? Exactly. Gone. They don't even remember it. So as adults, we think a temper tantrum is bad. So we try to squash our anger. Now, as an adult, you don't have to actually have a physical tantrum. I think that's pretty much socially unacceptable for adults to have temper tantrums. Yes. yes. And so we want you to be able to feel that emotion, let it pass through. But we don't want people calling 911 on you. No. Okay. <laughs> She's expressing herself no. just too loud. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the that is what makes being an adult difficult. An adult yeah. difficult because if we squash our feelings, they will extend themselves out through time and now you're no longer in the now moment. You're in yeah. 10 minutes ago when you first got pissed off and you're still pissed off because you haven't allowed yourself to feel angry about and it. And some people hold it on forever. Oh my god. And you don't years. really know how to process. But I'm going to make the leap right now and assume without being an ass about you and me, right? That whole assume thing. I'm going to assume that people who are listening are a little more into touch with their own feelings and emotions. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And if you are, that's great. So we're, we're emotions are fantastic. It's just trying to allow yourself to feel them in the moment, the now moment. And we say childlike. Yeah. Just for identifying. So Latsu Right, Lao Tzu. Yes. Um, he is a famous Taoist philosopher. He is the most famous. He is probably the most. When yeah. we were in China, he had the statues of him everywhere. And so he wrote he, the Tao Te Ching. Tao Te Ching. Which is the most famous Did book I say that right? Tao Te Ching. Taoism. I feel like when I say that, I have marbles in my mouth. Tao Te Ching. Tao Te Ching. So you know what, Jay? A lot of people think um, Lao Tzu's name means old master. But the real meaning of the word or the alternate meaning. That we think is the real meaning. Right. Well, that we think he he used it for yeah. that reason is old child. Which is awesome, which is a great way to think about it. Because if you're an old child, that means that you're mature enough to understand all these things we just talked about and still be like a child in yourself. So you're choosing to be a child. You're not literally two years old having a temper tantrum. You're maybe you know, a hundred years old and you're, you're having the moment of anger. You're allowing yourself that like moment. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, I think for me personally, that's how I strive to live, strive to live my life. I love that childlike feeling and I love to have that curiosity and I love to explore things and have experiences. So yeah, I definitely can relate to that. And I think people revered Lao Tzu. I mean, he's kind of a legend at this point. So there's no one around who's really said they knew him personally, but he's revered because he returned himself to the state of a child and he didn't live with the cares of the world that most people have. Isn't that like an awesome thing, huh? That yeah. sounds, the way you say that is like the way to be. He for was sure. free. He freed himself from the details of life. And I'm sure that when you can get to that, the Wu Wei That's and the, the transformation, yeah. self-cultivation, all the things we talk about that just flows, it's easy. All right, so I think for many, many creative people, and I use creative in the broad sense, could be in the arts, the athletics, you know, acting, painting, and even parenting. They have the childlike mind many times. And you yes. can really see that innocence. I like to think of it almost as an innocence. But you know, they're not like innocence, like you said, like a two-year-old, mm-hmm. but the innocence with maturity combined. I was, I was just watching this musician the other night who was so into playing the drums that he had this like 
face that was literally like a child's face. It didn't, it wasn't. And then when he talked in between songs, he looked normal. But when he was playing, he had this like, I am in the zone that we talked yes, about. Yes, talked in, about being in the in zone. first episodes. And, you know, that was what you said, the creative creativity he was experiencing. He was in the now moment and he really was like a child. Yeah. Moment. So, I, you know, again, when you listen to the other episodes, you'll see that in the zone, the self-cultivation, the meditation, there's all these things that are coming into how you can understand how to reach these levels for sure. And today's episode is about helping you to become more like Lao Tzu. Okay. Well, let's talk about Lao Tzu. So let's talk about... Have you ever had a really bad, no good day, you know, one of those days where you're having a fight with someone or something happened? We just saw someone five minutes ago. We said, hey, how's it going? And they're like, I'm not having a great day. We're like, "Uh uh-oh. So here's the thing. (laughs) Are you one of those people when you go to bed on a day like that at night and you're thinking about what you want to say to that person or even worse, you're writing letters. Are you stewing about it? Yep. Or even worse, you get up and write that email that you should never. But if you do that, don't send it. That's right. right. Because if you click send, you're going to regret it. Or you just lay there thinking about what if, what could, what how to go replaying it over and over and over. You're just stewing about it. You're dwelling on it. And I like to call it the monkey minding over it. Like, you know, all the water coulda, shoulders, or I'm going to get that person or why are they picking on me? And yeah. So if that happens to you once in a while or daily, it means you're not a child. You're not acting like a child. And, you know, we talked about being the watcher. So if some of the observations that you were making in your journal, that this person picked a fight with me or I picked a fight with them or did like, how are you seeing all these patterns that happen in your life? This could be definitely something that could be coming up. Yes, because here's what we want to know. Do you take this to bed with you at night into your dreams? Because children don't do that. They go to bed and they forget it all. They're like babies, They sleep like babies. Yes. That's what that phrase actually means. Yes. They sleep with that innocence, that pureness, that beautiful state. They don't remember they had that temper tantrum. No. So we all need to relearn how to sleep like babies, but I'm not wearing a diaper. That's (laughs) it. I'm drawing the line. (laughs) Maybe in another 150 years, you can slap one on. But right now, no diapers. diapers. But I do think that sleep, you know, we're going to do an episode on sleep. But I think sleep with that innocence and that purity and that childlike mind, we're going to teach you that meditation and, and that will help you achieve that. Yes. And, and the reason that we are going to put the sleep episode after this episode is we want you to actually get practices for a while. And then we're going to talk more about the importance of sleep. And if that's the goal, if you really want to say goal, if you need to have that, what is the purpose of this? You know, that's the first stage of alchemy. Yeah. And so, so just think about it like this. You want to sleep like nothing in the world is worth thinking about right now. Yeah, your energy needs to be on, you know, directing inwards and simple and pure and love and just forgetting all the nasty things that happened, even the good things that happened that day. And so fundamentally, we're working on the goal of the first stage of alchemy, which is really this sense that everything is easy. Yes. But to do that, you have to begin to let go of your day every day. So this is where the meditation comes in. We're going to have you be doing something every night. So when you wake and rise in the morning, are you free from yesterday? You know, I remember this before I say that, remember this thing about Abraham. They said, if you go to bed with a happy thought, you'll wake up with a happy thought. Yeah. Okay. So if you go to bed with your crap, you're going to wake up with your crap. So we're going to help you turn that around. We're going to help you spin the crap into gold. So you go to bed happier. 
You let it go. You get the happy thought. You wake up with the happy. Exactly. Okay. And here's the thing. We, this is stage one. We're not too advanced yet. So all you have to do is let go of your day. Yeah, we're not asking you to let go of the past. That's like going to be stage ten, two. Ten years yes, ago, you that's can right. hang on to that all that's you right. want. We're just asking you to let go of the day <laughs> and you work on that every day. Yeah. And so it. this is easy baby steps. And this, this can be hard enough for some people. I know some people are challenged, but you know what it takes, you have to kind of stick with it for a while and remember to do it every day. I have a little thing when I was learning how to do it. I used to sit on the side of the bed and really, you know, almost like not force myself to do, but really concentrate. And it used to take me a long time to do this. And then the meditation helped a lot and then it helped a lot. And now I could do it really fast, Yeah, really fast. And some people... If you're blessed with the ability to do this the first night, congratulations. That's great. Yeah. And if it takes you months, don't worry about it. It just can take some people a long time to be able to do this. So here's the thing. It's not so much the details you can remember of your day, but how much detail you can lose. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes a little practice. So the more you can remember, the more attached you are to your life. Yeah. The more you can let go, the more detached you become. So have you ever heard the Buddhist uh, goal of detachment? This is what they're talking about. I remember when I was first introduced to that Buddhist concept. Like I didn't get it in the beginning. Five years ago. I, I didn't I get it. I don't know when. I was like, what? Detachment? I don't understand. I thought it was more materialistic at that yeah. point when I was younger too. But now I get it. Yeah. Like now I get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I get it, get it. But yeah. I, I get it for me right now. And of course, we're applying more of a Taoist versus Buddhist uh, yes. approach to this. Uh, and at some point, we'll probably do a podcast on the difference between the Buddhist way of looking at this versus Dallas. I think that would be interesting. I think that would be very interesting. And you can let us know if you're listening, if you'd like to hear that episode, we'll work on it in the future. So, right, so let's talk a little bit about um, this meditation and where it came from and where we learned it. We learned it in China. We learned on a mountain from Lita's teacher, Master Jeffrey Yuen. Actually, I'd been studying it for quite some time, but I was very lucky to go to, we, we went to, uh, together to go to experience it. Mountain. Yes. Now, Gohong is one of the um, famous alchemists. He is a very famous philosopher and a doctor, and he was on a mountain called Luofushan. So we went to the caves in China. Yeah. And we, we, I think we talked about this. In the yeah. We talked about it before. Yep. Where he and his wife are supposed to have dematerialized and become immortal. And these black and white butterflies were flying around. And they say the black one is Gahung and the white one is his wife. I always I think, think of the yin and the yang. Purple. Yeah. 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 Is it black and white? Yeah, even? Yeah, yeah. It was nice. That's so great. So that's the legend. But he really believed that this meditation that we're going to have you do. It, it, the letting go part is the most important thing you need to do to become an alchemist. Yeah, that's that says a lot right there. And it's just a simple, short meditation. It takes up like about 20 minutes in the beginning. And as you get more practice with it, you can actually bring it down to quite a bit yeah. less than that. And it's something that you do at the end of the day before you fall asleep. Yes. And I like to lie down while I do it. Sure, I do I too. To start out, we're going to explain to you a way to do it, which would be easier to sit up. So uh, when I first started, I sat up, I yeah. sat, um, you know, on the edge of the bed with my feet on the floor, my hands on my, on my thighs there, my legs. And, but I've also done it in the lotus position, you know, yeah. cross-legged style and way. different things like that. Sometimes I would light incense and do it, yeah. you know, because I really, you have to create these patterns, these habits. We've talked about creating new habits. So you want to start to make this, it's a way of honoring it, make it part of your day. Yeah. So you can have that peaceful sleep. 
and you're going to go through the meditation. We're, we're going to do a little like relaxation in the beginning of the meditation, the one that we're recording for you. So the goal of this meditation is to release your attachment to the memories of your day. And during this meditation, you're going to review your day like you're writing a mental journal. So no writing in a real journal. This is writing in your mental journal. Yes. You're going to remember the emotions and the feelings you felt in the and how you re- reacted to specific events. And then you're going to release yourself from that event or the effect it had on you. Yes, correct? Exactly. That's like, yeah, that's yeah. the tough part. So we're going to, to do this. Like I said, it, it's best to try sitting up first. Yeah. Like I said, I used to sit with my legs, you know, on the side of the bed. I've also done it in the lotus position. I've done it. That's cross-legged. You could, you know, light some incense. You can, you know, you're starting to create new habits. So I liked it for me. That was how I could honor that time. So I kind of lit the incense. You don't have to though. Some people might put, you know, soft, soft music on, but again, you're going to be doing a mental journal. And you're going to think about the point at the very top of your head. Kind of where if you drew a line from the tips of your ears to the top of your head. To the crown of your head. The crown of your head. That would be the the area you think of. And then you're also going to think of this area at the tailbone. Well, the top of the head first. So that's the part that pulls you up to heaven. Yes. So like imagine like Lita just said, the string, the string going up. Yes. Pulls you to heaven. Because when you focus on that point, that makes you feel free and easy. Like we said, when you think about heaven, that's sort of the feeling you get, meaning the Chinese heaven versus earth. And then the point, the other point we're going to think about is the tailbone. And right at the tip of your coccyx, which is the base of like your perineum area, you're going to focus on that area. And that represents earth. And it's what pulls you down and makes your life feel weighted in the world. So we're going to take the top of the tail, the, the, the bottom of the tailbone, the top of the head, and you're going to make a bridge. Yes. So everything okay. in between is what we call the bridge. It's the space along your spine in between those two points. So you'll hear Lita say it in the meditation. She records the meditation. She's going to record the meditation that you will breathe something into the bridge. And that's what she means. It comes down from the top, from the point of the top of your head, from heaven, down to the bottom of the tailbone into earth. Right. And the so you have that visualization. The yeah. So the visualization is it's from the heaven down through your spine and out the tailbone. So if you think about this bridge, everything in between, like let's say it was your chest area, your stomach area, everything in between, the bridge gives humanity a choice to let things go. So you can be very sentimental and hold on to things and then your chest feels full. That's what they say. You have a heavy chest. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I've got, I have a woman who who thought they thought she might have COPD and we did this amazing work in in alchemy and she went back and they said, she's fine. Wow. And you know what they, what do they say? Get those things off your chest. Yeah, she got it off her chest. And she said, oh my God, it's the first time I've been able to breathe like literally her entire adult life. Wow. That's just powerful. And she's that's 80 something. So, wow, you know? that's powerful. Okay, so you can let things go. Go well, ahead. I'm going to hold let you. on to things. Yep. But guess what? You can't take those things you're holding on to with you when you die. So then why hold on to them? You know, you're, if you're holding on to the past, you know, when you die, you have to let it go. So why not do it now? Yeah, you have to dump it then. Why yeah. not dump it now? So here's a big question. Why? Why would you hang on to it? Yeah. So, so if. If you can let it go now, then your heaven, that lightness represented by the top of your of your head, heaven can exist on earth. You become more like heaven. And that's what Gohung and the alchemists believed. 
Wow. So when you start doing this meditation, you can ask yourself when you're done each day, how much of your day do you remember? And if you answer 95%, Gahong would say, that's not so good. Keep trying. Maybe if you answer 20%, Gahong would say, that's very good. So that's, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but yeah. I think he'd be happy with yeah. that. So that's 20. You only remember 20% of your day. Yay. Great. Yes. So you're not <laughs> losing your mind. You're you losing your attachment to your mind. Exactly. That's actually a cool thing. So you're not losing your mind. You're losing the attachment to the things in your mind. Okay. Now, when we do the meditation, the other thing I wanted to explain is a lot of the focus is on breath and breathing in, breathing out. And when you focus on these points, you know, as you review the day, you're, you're getting, um, a lot of breathing going. And the, the purpose of focusing on the breath is as you go through your day, you think about all those significant moments in your mental journal where you sucked in your breath really quickly. And that might have been something like someone cutting you off on the highway. Oh, you know, you went, and, or it could be someone said, surprise, I've got flowers for you. You went, so it could be a happy thing or a bad thing, but those are the memorable moments that we want you to breathe into the bridge. And as you breathe it into the bridge, remember the focus is on the breath. So you think about, just pick one event. You're going to go through chronologically. We'll explain this. In How about like too. the dog barks in the beginning of the day and woke you up? Oh yeah, that would be a bad thing that happened. That, that would be a startle. Yeah, that would be a catch. And yeah. your breath. So you put that in the bridge. So you breathe in while you think of this event. And as you breathe out, you let it go up to heaven and down to earth. And you release it from the bridge. And it, it could even be, oh my God, that neighbor's dog woke me up again. Or that rooster crowing. Yeah. Or that car honking. Yeah. That's the first, first thing. thing. Yeah, okay. So you go through your day and you think, where are those moments of the sucking in your breath? And getting a little stuck on it. So it's like things that stick in your mind. Okay. So the movement of the breath is so important because as you breathe and as you let this thing move out of you, you know, you're getting it out of the gutter, <laughs> you know, the ditch, the, the earth part. You're, sure. You're cleansing yourself because it's very muddy is if you're hanging on to these things. If you're in the ditch, there's mud in the ditch. Yeah. It's always mud in the ditch. That's why it's a ditch. Yeah. And there's no movement there. So no, simple, you don't want to be stuck in a ditch. So the cool thing is a simple meditation cleanses you and creates movement in your life. And it gets you out of the ditch. Okay, yeah. I'm on the ditch. You're out of the ditch. <laughs> so you're out of the ditch. That's the goal is to get out of the ditch. Yeah. Okay, gently. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's it. So that's the meditation and we have it on our website in the show notes. So you try to do the meditation every day before you go to bed and you can start slow and see how it goes. 20 minutes see how you are in 20 minutes, try the next day, keep going down the road until you feel better about it. And to download our meditation, you go to the show notes for this episode. Which is right? inspiredactionpodcast.com episode eight. Yes. And there'll be a link and you enter your email and we will send it to you immediately because I think it's an automated thing. Yes. It's an automated thing. So that's great. And if you want to, uh, comment on it, join our Facebook group. We'll talk about it in there. If you have any questions or any, anything that you want to talk about, that's a good place to talk about it. And just so you know, in the future, we're going to have more meditations and we are going to release an actual app for your iPhone or your a free app. It'll be free. It'll be free. And this some of the meditations will just be, be right listed on there as we go through the stages of alchemy. So, yeah. um, okay, that's great. So that was the show for today. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you have fun with the meditation and release the baggage. Of your day. Of your day.
You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. You can follow our Inspired Actions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and really appreciate your input. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hug the dog.